Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This week, we discuss the changing of a day, another changing of a day, and things you could find inside a black rectangular prism. How's that for a Top Gear entry? I still don't know what you're talking about, so. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm glad you know. But, I mean, that's pretty. I was trying to think of a new way to do the intro, just to, you know, mix it up a little bit. And I settled on the old Top Gear. We show a scene of one thing that is vaguely described as not even close, show another scene, and then another thing. A thing, and a thing, and a thing. And two of them are the same thing, but different. Welcome, friends and family, and the rest of you, to the Gamers 2 Podcast. He's drinking. He's drinking liquid. I think he meant for me to take over, but I didn't want to give him the satisfaction of picking up on it. (laughs) So this is... (laughs) I know what he wants. I will not give it to him. This is if, the, that, if that doesn't explain <laughs> the podcast at all. Oh, man. Sorry. Uh, this is the Gamers 2 Podcast. Uh, October 2nd. We're into October. Already. It did come fast. Which is... Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. too easy. <laughs> uh, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Peek them. Peek them. Peek, peek. Peek, peek. Peek. I'm getting bored of that intro. I might have to change it. Hey, <laughs> I know what you mean. Uh, Wait till I start randomly deciding to edit videos. Oh, boy. And then I actually, when I make those intro, jo- intro jokes, I can play the clips that make it funny. In my head. In your head. I see you all over the... Different song. Yeah, no. Then I have to buy an Adobe thing. You know, that's just... I can edit for free, but I don't... I'm not a huge fan of the software I've used so far. Just... Just do trials of, like, you know, no, 20 I, different softwares, and then... I would just buy the... Pick one. The one-off of the Premiere that you can get mm-hmm. from, like, Best Buy or somebody. They're still letting you do that? It's it's technically a lesser version than you get with cloud, I believe, because mm-hmm. I think it's called like Premiere Essentials. But yeah, I'm pretty sure you can still do it. I just don't care to pay the Adobe cloud subscription price because it's astronomical. It's obscene. It really is obscene. I think it's thirty dollars a month. Probably. 
there's ways I think to get it for twenty a month, depending on what you're getting or something. But yeah, yeah it's I think it's twenty a month if you buy it for a year. If you lock yourself in for a year. Yeah. If you, if you don't, know, it's thirty a month. The cheapest way, I believe, is if you know someone with a .edu account, you could do a student uh, one. Yeah, and I know how to get a .edu account, but <laughs> I don't know. I need another email, but I could spend ten bucks and get a .edu email from sources on the internet. I don't know. I, I just on, I, I went just on the internet here. and I found this. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go through all that effort, you might as well just pirate it. Pirate the software to begin with. That's free. There's a lot of problems with pirating Adobe. They've made it harder and harder. How dare they? How <laughs> dare they? <laughs> How? What? You mean you can't? Oh, sad days. But here's some <laughs> things you... You could pay money for. <laughs> hey, there you go. Good transition. Get us away from pirating. The new releases. Not that you really need to pay for this one, but the Call of Duty Warzone... Season 6 has officially begun. Well, you pay for the Battle Pass or whatever, right? You pay for the Battle Pass, and then you'd pay for the game if you didn't. Well, no, Warzone's free. What am I talking about? Uh, Yeah, so that's the thing. Also, potentially maybe the final season of Warzone? Well, no, I guess not technically, because the Warzone is going to be incorporated with Black Ops, so never mind. Uh, Number 2, Spelunky 2 made its way to PC. Number 3, Umihara Kawase Bazooka. For the That's PS4 and Switch. Number four, The Walking Dead Onslaught for PC VR and PS VR. I've read that that game is terrible. A Walking Dead game is terrible? Well, Matthew, how dare you Saints? say such a provocative statement? Is it Saints and Sinners? Was that the last one? There was a VR title that was The Walking Dead that was actually really good. Oh, well, you know what then? I'll stop. And I think it was Saints and Sinners or Sinners and Saints or something like that. But this one I hear is genuinely hot garbage. Okay. All right. Well, hot takes and hot garbage. Number five, Warsaw for the PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Number six, Feather for the PS4 and Xbox One. Number seven, Dead by Daylight for has made its way to Stadia. Stadia. Apparently they have weird, not weird, but like crowd interaction things with Twitch. Or sorry, with YouTube, obviously not with Twitch. Google's a YouTube thing, uh, where you can have like your viewers from your YouTube stream vote on stuff happening in game, and then it will therefore happen. That's cool. Interesting, That's cool. interesting way to tie it all in, I guess. Uh, number eight, Hazmat Hijinks Total Meltdown for the PC. Number nine, Little Big Workshop for the Switch. Number ten, Orange Blood for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Number eleven, Super Mario Bros. 35 for the Switch Online. Number twelve, Yee's Origin I for the Switch. I never remember if that's Y's or Yeast or Yes or Is for the Switch. Number thirteen, Crash Bandicoot. Four, it's about time for the PS4 and Xbox One. I'm just like, remember I don't know we, where time goes. Remember anymore. when we said that was coming? Oh it's here. God. Number 14, Let's Sing Queen for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And number 15, Star Wars Squadrons for the PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Another one of those that where I kept seeing it pop up on, you know, different different feeds and i was like what's the deal with this and people are like playing and i'm like is this game out is this, this came out 
Already? Oh yeah. It's fucking October. We're in we're in it. We're in the end game. For gaming. We're I in the end gaming. I love you three thousand. <laughs> Vomit noises. Vomit. Yeah. You know what we should do is we should just mount webcams right here. That would be interesting. <laughs> Wouldn't it? It'd be kind of weird. It'd be too it'd be too close. We could probably if like, we clip clip them on here, like use the other four shock mounts we have yeah. for that and then just like do it. Yeah. Anyway. Not that we're gonna keep doing production things in the middle of this. We'll save that for about twenty minutes from now. You want odds or evens? Oh, I don't know. I don't think there's any good I don't think one's better than the other this time. It's all it's all it's all crap. I'll tell you what, the odds start out terribly. One and three are big comparison to two. So it's up to you. Actually, now that I'm looking at it, all the odds suck. <laughs> you know what? It's pretty even. Never mind. I meant like all the story, the content-wise was crappy. Oh, well, yeah. Content-wise is whatever. Content-wise, this whole podcast sucks. hey Um... I guess I'll, I'll I'll do the crappy one this week, I guess. All right. It's up to you. I already got cotton mouth, so I might as well just make it worse. I don't think that's how that works. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. You know, yeah, just, we'll go with that. Uh, number one, we're kicking off this podcast party uh, with an update on Epic and Apple's tussle. A little pee-pee? A little pee-pee. Little podcast little party. Little pee pee. We all have a little pee pee. Little podcast party. You're podcast all, you're party. All welcome to the little pee pee. Apple. What are we talking about? Epic and <laughs> Apple's tussle. Okay. During a hearing on Monday with both companies, Judge Ivan Gonzalez Rogers of the United States. You like how I did that there? Because I knew I was going to fuck that I up. I like the phonetics. Yep. Uh, anyways, Judge Rogers of the United States District Court for the Northern District of California expressed skepticism about the Epic's, about Epic's arguments, particularly in its claim that it did not pose a security threat to Apple because it is a well-established company and partner. She said, quote, you did something. You lied about it by omission, by not being forthcoming. That's the security issue. That's the security issue. There are a lot of people in the public who consider you guys heroes for what you guys did, but it's still not honest, end quote. Judge Rogers recommended that the case be taken to a trial by jury, saying, quote, it is important enough to understand what real people think. Do these security issues concern people or not? End quote. Uh, both Epic Games and Apple have requested that their ongoing legal battle be decided by judge rather than a jury. Uh, and that was after her recommendation because I did not specify the timeline too well. She said, hey, I think you should do trial by jury. They both said, no, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> her recommendation was to do it that way because of obviously people could weigh in on their thoughts and also... They could wrap up in one case Epic's suit and Apple's counter suit. Yeah. When they go decision by judge, 
they become two separate entities. So it'd be more work, essentially. Yeah. And it would be, you know how you, in a, when you're forming a jury, mm-hmm. you try to find non-biased people. Really difficult in this situation. Yep. Which I think is a big reason well, why only, both companies were like, nah. Not only very hard to find non-biased people, getting people that are experts in the room would also be very damaging. So, originally, Apple wanted a trial by jury and then rescinded that uh, request. And I wonder why. <laughs> went with uh, Judge... Also, I'm curious the angle of the security issue thing. That was part of. That, uh, can we get this more explained. Um, it was a part of their original argument. Uh, Apple's countersuit, essentially, it, that's a part of their countersuit, where they were claiming that it was a security issue of some kind. I don't remember the exact that another details. payment method was a security issue. Um, no, that like. I don't remember the exact details, to be okay. honest. But I don't know if it was a payment issue or that whatever Epic, something that Epic did was a security issue. I was like, because this is the part where I haven't read the specifics of the lawsuit. But if Apple is saying that the I, the addition of a microtransaction option that wasn't... Oh, it was, store, it was the fact that I think they're, they're countersuing for damages and, and whatnot. And part of the countersuit involves Epic uh, creating security issues by not telling Apple what their plans were, essentially, and just and just doing it. Oh, that's very that's reaching. But okay, I know what they're I know what they mean. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can look I? at a few other apps on your store app, Apple, and we can have a conversation. trial by jury uh according to cnn judge rogers said that she was not particularly persuaded by epic's argument that apple has bundled its app store and in-app payment system together in violation of antitrust law again judge rogers quote walled gardens have existed for decades nintendo has a walled garden sony has a walled garden microsoft has a walled garden what Apple's doing is not much different. It's hard to ignore the economics of the industry, which is what you're asking me to do, end quote. And that's interesting. That's now, that's not any sort of legal. Yeah. That's just her her responding to their arguments. Which is just interesting. It's interesting that you, you bring up the idea of, of such things. Mm-hmm. When we know, depending on how you define a walled garden... I can go buy an Xbox code at not Xbox for said such game. So I I don't know. I'm just curious. I'm curious to see how it all goes. Once again, not legal experts. Not a legal podcast. Don't know. This was my argument when it first came up was the whole wall, walled garden concept. Because like my issue, we've talked about this before and we said it before. My issue with this is if Epic gets their way. Apple loses the ability to have a single app store. Like, then they have to open everything up. Which is not... Which is where the Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft argument comes in. Where you'd have multiple storefronts on the PlayStation. Multiple storefronts on Microsoft. 
or on the Xbox, multiple storefronts on the Switch. Which I get it. That is way more free market. But I my opinion, it's I'm it's I'm of the opinion that that would bring the quality of the experience down. Here's, personally. Here's my one counterpoint that I've always that I've always been curious if it also breaks their TOS. Could you not in uh, Apple's program, you know, in Epic's program, in Fortnite, when you go to the store to buy V-Bucks, could you not have only the option to buy for Apple, right? Or could you very much just say, if you would like to save 30%, go to Epic.com or wherever, Fortnite.com, whatever the, if there is a website to do it. Could you not just say that and not give them a button out but still advertise that it's cheaper if you do it through them directly. Would that break TOS? Um, we don't know. I know we you don't, don't know. know. I know you don't know. I'm just saying if you wanted to still. I would suspect that it does. Of, if you wanted to have some of your cake and eat it too, then. I mean, this is Apple we're talking about, so I would suspect that it probably does. But Right, but then I think you could have a bigger case if you were Epic. That's true. Then, then you, it's I think you would have clear. a better case because you're like, I'm just saying they can go do it. I'm not providing them a link. I'm not providing. There's no button for them to just press and go there. They have to willingly close and leave and go there and do it. Mm-hmm. Like, then what do you do? Oh, you can't do that because you're charging for your own product on your service. Like, how does Apple get mad at that? I mean, I well, sorry, not how do they get mad? I know they get mad, but how would they? How would you bring that up in court where you're like, uh, they said they're going to sell it at their store for 30% less than at our store. Uh, what the hell? What? They'd be like Walmart putting great value in a Target at a 30% increase over what you would sell it at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Why I, would you not go to Walmart to buy it? It goes through. True. Ikea did that with Amazon. Yeah. So there's... It's their product. Or you do the hysterical thing and don't sell in that market and we'll piss every Apple owner off. What did they do originally? Now, didn't they? Who? So when they, when they had, when they had Fortnite on there, and with the V box and whatnot, like what caused this whole thing? They were. Wasn't there a price? There was a price issue. It was that Apple. If you wanted to buy V bucks, you you did nine ninety nine Apple Pay. Yeah. If you did Epic, you did oh, Epic that was at right. seven ninety nine. Okay, or whatever it was, six ninety nine, mm-hmm. whatever. It was the th- they added they, in the option. They added that in was the cheaper. option for not only to immediately buy from them, but to buy at them at the thirty percent difference, which mm-hmm. is cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to wrap my head around it because I'm asking myself, why don't they just make it more expensive and just say, fuck it. And then if you didn't want to pay the extra price, you just go somewhere else. You just go to your desktop and buy it. Yeah. It's because everyone in this industry are, are right cunts. That's why. Also, I'm betting if they just made it more expensive, like if they made the Apple Pay part of it more expensive, it potentially wouldn't deter people until they... 
unless they knew it was cheaper on the other services. Yeah. But some people might just go, ah, I went up to twelve ninety nine. What's the reason for it? And then they have to make the statement of like, that's the reason for it. Which and is fine. Because like, yeah, to a certain not. degree, I will buy things on a different, I will pay the premium for the convenience. Sometimes, yeah. If so I like, know that that convenience just means that I have to go click a button somewhere else, I'll probably do it. Yeah. Unless that button is like, I have to walk down a hallway to click and, you know. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's, it's you know, you vote with your wallet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not use the V word? Oh, I mean, two, I guess two all right, vote with your wallet when it comes to commercial products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vote with your wallet in a presidential election. Uh, corporations already do. <laughs> That's what they're doing. They vote with your wallet. And for the fun part of this, number two, Epic Games has acquired the kid tech specialist super awesome the acquisition was announced by epic but it did not disclose the amount it paid for the deal super awesome specializes in tools to make digital experiences safer for young audiences according to epic the intention is to quote build a wide range of kid safe services and quote get them young got them for life <laughs> kid safe services what is kid safe online chat like what i don't know what they mean I guess. I don't I don't really know either. All I can think of is like not kids safe, YouTube. Kids safe Fortnite services? Yeah, like kids safe Fortnite like, servers. <laughs> for, uh, who which, knows? It's which epic. kids it safe Fortnite be. servers means that they take all the kids out of the Fortnite servers. Yeah. And then there's throw them off the there's, cliff. Ha ha ha, there's nobody left playing. Ha ha ha, that's the joke. Kids play it. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually so funny enough a couple weeks ago. Playing Fortnite. No. Though that Joker skin, it's almost it's gotcha. still, It still pops up every now and then, and I'm just like, because <sighs> I'm a sellout. The that's not selling out, I guess. The I was talking to a person. person I was has, having that uh, that internal struggle earlier today when I saw an ad for a, a Gundam hoodie, <laughs> and I was just like, uh, you know, do I pay fucking an obscene amount of money for this hoodie? You know, like when it's clearly just a marketing stunt. Anyways, continue. Fortnite. 10, 10.40 and Amish are going by. Yeah, I heard them clacking through. Clip-clopping on their way yeah. out. Clip-clopity. I'm on my hip-hopity horse. The talking to, talking to a parent that has children. Obviously. Why would they do that? Because if they're a parent, <laughs> technically by parent rules, you have children. Children, Fortnite players. Mm-hmm. And they were giving me the look of like, I can't stand it. And I was like, that's fine. It's fine. You know what? I, I understand. And I You can always make another one. Take it out back. Just <laughs> Yeah, you pay all those. <laughs> just give that person their their Fortnite account, you'll be fine. The but they're like, I you know, I can't stand Fortnite and blah blah blah. And I was like, that's all fine. But you know, I'm never gonna tell you straight up how to parent. <laughs> But I might want to. No. Here's a hint. Stop paying for it because it's free. And this person was like, I've spent. I don't know how much money on V-Bucks. And I was like, well, you know, you're in a good enough job where you don't need to worry about how much money you spent. But uh, that's a problem. Just tell him no. And I know that's hard for people. You don't, or want at least to... attempt to rationalize with children, and I know they don't rationalize well. 
I'm aware that a children is not an adult. And even adults, let's well, be honest, don't rationalize well. What's crazy about that relationship, though, is you're the one in charge. That's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And that's the part where it's like, <laughs> I wish I could go talk to your child. And when I say it doesn't matter and they say, but it does, and I want to go, how? And then we'll stop thinking for a bit until they can come up with a concrete solution. And then I will follow that up with how much money do you make? <laughs> None. Thank you. Shut up. Arguments over. <laughs> we will give. We I will brought in- you into this world. I will take you out. We will indulge in this twice a year by default: your birthday and Christmas, or other gift-giving holiday we celebrate. The other times will be if you're not a snot-faced shitbag. <laughs> we will potentially bestow upon you fun goodies. I don't care that Tommy. Has this cool skin. Who gives a shit? Are you better than Tommy? Prove your dominance on the battlefield. (laughs) I don't care how he looks doing it. I more want you to be good at the game than look flashy doing it. Guess what? Just because you dress like an NBA player doesn't mean you're as good as one. You need to be on that court practicing. That's the message to drive home. If they're having, if they're spending too much money on Fortnite, you see how many kills they get a game. You watch over their shoulder. If it's less than fifteen, take their account away. They need to get better. All right, Uh, Nate's not allowed to have children. (laughs) I will have esports prodigies. (laughs) He's going to have them locked in closets training for fifteen hours a day. No, I'm going to ship them to Korea to train for twenty three hours a day. I'm going to study abroad. (laughs) You're four. Yeah. Dad said I needed it for my training. Uh, all right. Let's talk about That's more. That's not where I initially thought I was tangenting to, but I'm wearing the shirt. It's a different kind of sweatshop. Yeah, yeah, kind of. It's for the betterment of them. It's like the movie holes. Builds character. Okay, okay. Um, Or the book holes. I guess the book holes, because that came first, but. More crappy yeah. news. Yeah, take a take a uh, deep breath there, bud. <laughs> number three, the team behind the hotly anticipated Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, aren't some would say most anticipated. Yeah, for sure, has reportedly been ordered to work overtime in order to get the game ready for its November launch. Uh, Bloomberg reports that CD Projekt Red employees have been told that working six days per week will be mandatory. The order came via an email from studio head Adam Badowski. How do you know how to say his name? Is that the correct way to say it? Badowski? Badowski? The big Badowski? I'm going to go with Badowski. It's either that or Badowski. Badowski? Badowski sounds more Polish. Dov. Dovsky? With like a V. Is that like V? Where the W is? Yeah. That's pronounced like a V? That's what my, Badovsky. I mean, it's, that sounds more Polish. Badovsky. My <laughs> American-ness is not wanting me to say it that way. I don't know. Anyways, uh, where were we? Uh, <laughs> ignorant American, I just don't want to say it. <laughs> the email was shared with the site via an anonymous source, which said that as of Monday, quote, the entire studio is in overdrive, end quote. However, Bloomberg sources uh, says... Bloomberg source says some staff have already been working additional nights and weekends for more than a year. 
Adhering to Polish labor laws overtime will be paid, but it directly contradicts promises made by studio management a year ago. Badowski acknowledged the mandatory six-day weeks uh, breaks the promise made. Quote, I take it upon myself to receive the full backlash for the decision. I know this is in direct opposition to what we've said about crunch. It's also in direct opposition to what I personally grew to believe a while back, that crunch should never be the answer. But we've extended all other possible means of navigating the situation. End quote. Um, you got that face. There is a follow-up that he did on uh, Tweet. Um, it roughly says the same thing. Uh, but it is important in, in to point out. So, uh, Badowski has posted a statement on Twitter emphasizing that employees will be paid for overtime. These last six weeks, quote, these last six weeks are our final sprint on a project we've all spent much of our lives on, something we care for deeply. The majority of the team understands that push, especially in light of the fact that we just sent the game to CERT, and every day brings us visibly closer to shipping a game we want to be proud of. Uh, This is one of the hardest decisions I've had to make, but everyone is well compensated for extra every extra hour they put in, and like in recent years... 10% 10% of the annual profit our company generates in 2020 will be split directly among the team, end quote. You may speak. So, <laughs> uh, the nice thing on his... I yield the floor. The nice thing on... Yeah, the I representative mean. from Nebu. I... <laughs> I'd like to move for a vote of no confidence and Chancellor Valorum or whatever the fuck his name was. I think I'm pretty close to that name. Anyway, yeah, the, you're right. Valorum. Chancellor Valorum. Yeah, I can't remember if it was Chancellor or... I wanted, I wanted to say Emperor. <laughs> uh, might as well be you pawn. The... <laughs> uh, now, I'm, I, now, I'm in, now I'm thinking of something else. Damn it. The good thing at the back of that is the payment, obviously. Yeah, compensated. Like... I don't know what the labor laws are in Poland. I'm not going to look them up because it's not my country. And I don't know the ones in my country. So let's just not let's beat, be around, honest let's not beat around the bush. Uh, but as always, all that overtime should be paid. You should never be working. As far as I'm concerned, from an ethical perspective or anywhere else, you should never be working unpaid overtime. It's bullshit. And anybody that tells you otherwise is, is insane. To me. In the membrane. Crazy insane, got no brain. The other part is the bonus thing where I don't know all the math, but let's say that they were projected to make five hundred million. Let's say they employ roughly a thousand people. Somebody else do the math. That's a large bonus. Per person. If my math be correct. 500 million is a lot of zeros. Yeah, it is. I don't know if they actually are, but... 1,000 people for CD Projekt Red seems pretty good. The idea of 500 million... In a in a cyberpunk release plus whatever other profits from Witcher things and yada yada seem pretty good. Not counting just other 
profits that they have with Gwent and all the other GOG and other CD Projekt Red things. 50,000 dollars ballpark per employee. I think they do employ more than 1,000 people. I think they're closer to 2,000, but still 25,000. Still that's a lot. It's a lot of money. Uh perspective-wise, that's a great bonus for us. I take that. Any every I take it. You know what? I just fucking take it. Yep. I'll take 5,000. Yeah. That does a lot. Yeah. So, but that's to say, those are good. Now the bad part. You were the chosen one. It's the word. We it's that, trusted you. It's that one word. Mandatory. That's the problem. Yep. We trusted you. You were the chosen mm. one. You were supposed to save us from the crunch. You were supposed to destroy it. Not become it. And all the other things from the episode three dialogue. You have now become it's the uh, it's the mandatory part that really bothers me because that insinuates that like there's a good amount of people who don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you have to say something is mandatory, it's because you got enough pushback where everybody went, "We're not doing that," and then you had to go, "But you are." Yeah. Uh, and some people, it, it I've seen it in editing departments. I've seen it in my environment. I've seen it in programmers where. They might self-crunch, but they won't mandatorily crunch. Like, some people just... you're Once you're in a project, they won't stop working on it. They'll be like, I need to figure this out because if I go home, I will forget where I was in the problem type of thing. Yeah. Some people prefer that work life, like... Yeah. Some 70, 80-hour work weeks because yeah. they're passionate about whatever it is they're working on. Or they need to escape the demons at home. It's 50-50, but... <laughs> Or they are the demon at home. That's why they can't. That's why they have to escape it. Because they don't know where it is. But it turns out the call was coming from inside the house. But yeah, the the mandatory part. It This this is the part where we... I, all jokes aside, the, the episode three speech rings pretty true. You were the ones that were on the hill that everybody could point at and go, but they don't do it. Now you're not. Yep. Um, now you get to have that blemish, the same that all of us do. You are the one pure, untouched part of this beautiful cobweb, and somebody just took a broom to you. And now you were you were Harvey Dent. Ah, now, Gotham's White Knight. Yeah. Where's Batman? Got to cover it up. Um, I'm still buying the game. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> that, here's here's the other problem. I'm not not buying the game, but also if they had just said that we have to delay it because we don't want to do crunch, I still, still buy the game. I still would have bought the game. There's no me not buying the game. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I mean, from a, an objective point of view, pushing Cyberpunk from its date to spring would have been really interesting as far as ripples. Doing that would have been extremely interesting to watch what would happen in the COVID year when we're already looking at what is, I think, considered a weak holiday season. Mm -hmm. In a in a console launch, it's considered a weak holiday season, and you take the biggest game away from it. Yeah. It'd be real interesting. Uh, yeah. 
be spicy. It would be. I would be really upset because obviously, like everyone else, looking forward to playing that game. Yep. yep. But I would also be like, where's the fucking popcorn? Yeah, I, I would 100% be where's the popcorn. And I would also be, if this, like we're saying, if this got delayed, you and I are going to be popcorning it up watching the shit show. But, we, no. but, but yeah, <laughs> and wiping each other's tears away. But the the key would be if they messaged it with because we still believe in not doing crunch. Oh yeah, then what? Who's going to argue against that? Then no one argues you. It this, just goes back to like the, you know, you have to either message it perfectly or you're going to crunch. Yeah, I, I'm guessing in this case it was uh, a lot of contractual obligations and whatnot to. People like Microsoft and PlayStation and and whatnot. So, I mean, they showed up on Microsoft stage, so probably not PlayStation. But there is probably either enough contractual obligations that way, or because I really don't think they have anything to. Oh, Keanu, because Keanu just kind of hangs out and does whatever he wants. Yeah, he wouldn't care anyways. Um, but it's like you're not unless you're worried from an investor standpoint. But you don't have investors, so I don't even know what you're. Yeah, that's that one's weird. I mean, maybe we'll get some more explanation on that at some point. I I'm wondering if it was just they kind of put it all onto a board and every you know all the top levels sat down and like, do we delay? Like this is where we need to be with X amount if we think we can get it here. Can we do it, or do we have to delay? And some of you are probably like, well, if we push into early January we can probably working still normal get to where we need to be and then somebody from the financial department's like well we need to have it out in holiday with a new console launch will be will be the number one selling title here's where it means for our finances and yada yada and then somebody's like well we could probably do six day work weeks if we do mandatory six day work weeks to get this done we can probably do it yeah someone did some cost benefit analysis there there were a lot of a lot of that and I'm sure the it ended up outweighing it for themselves. And I'm, I'm, you know, he doesn't want to make this announcement to his studio. I don't know if there's any way that he wants to have that conversation. But it's just an, a very interesting one to look at to see what will what will come. Because if the game doesn't ship, now that they're crunching, like, not that they weren't probably before, but now that they've officially, it's been found out that there's mandatory crunch if the game ships with problems they're screwed like not sales wise it's gonna go bonkers but like from a pr perspective of not media but like gamers any gamer that heard like oh they crunched because they really needed to finish this Mm -hmm. and then they find out that something's wrong and they didn't finish it or you know like what's considered a finished game in quotes you're like wow come on you know you pushed everybody for this and you couldn't get it done yeah, there's a correction in that first sentence of that. It probably didn't load on your thing because I just did it. Yeah, this week. Gotcha. I was I was like reading through it. I was like, oh, okay, all right. So number four. Let's move on. As much as I love to talk about cyberpunk and people crunching bullshit, let's talk about the. F- <laughs> the first thing about things you could find inside a black rectangular prism. Oh, look at that. Uh-huh. Callback. Uh-huh. Callback to the intro. 
A number of previews for the Xbox Series X were published this morning, bringing reports of considerably considerably faster load times. I said this morning, even though Matt told me not to, this week. The convenience of quick resume and people complaining about storage space. According to IGN, the next-gen machine marketed with one terabyte of storage really has 802 gigabytes. As 198 gigabytes is dedicated to the OS and system files, have you people never used storage before? Now, Matthew, <laughs> I'm going to stop right here. Okay. Uh, because there's a person at work that's not going to listen to this, okay. but I want to take a moment to shit on them. We were having this conversation uh, a while ago, mm-hmm. like right after all this stuff started coming out. Price, uh, right around I just realized price, something else, too, but continue. Right around price time. And... They said, oh, but the PlayStation's only 820 or whatever it was. Because it's got mm-hmm. the, weird, the weird size for the SSD. Yeah. And I said, you think the Xbox is actually going to be a terabyte? And he's like, yeah. And, I, and this is a guy that knows storage. Mm-hmm. He knows. And I was like, no, it's not. It's going to be around the same size. We're going to start at a terabyte, and then we're going to knock off system files and OS. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, there's no way. It's not going to be that much. I was like, uh-huh, sure. We'll see. We'll see. Now, granted, it should not be 198 gigs. That's a lot. That is a lot. I'm wondering... Um, but that's also Windows eats a shit ton of hard drive, and this is not far off from Windows. Yeah. But it is. it does bring me joy reading that part to see him the next time at work go, hey, did you see the news about the actual SSD? Ha-ha. I'm wondering if they so, reserve more space because it's, because it's an SSD. They could, but I also don't think they do. I I'm just interested to see if... If PlayStation got out in front of it and said it's actually only 820 because we took the other part of it for our, our ROS, mm-hmm. or if it's genuine, that drops it to 600, and you're like, that would be terrifying. Ooh. Anyway, let's continue. The Verge's preview highlighted. Oh, Verge and IGN. Look at everybody in here. The Verge's preview highlighted improved load times, mm-hmm. offering a number of examples of shortened loads when compared to the Xbox One X even without Xbox Series X enhancements being implemented. For example, Destiny 2 load times were reduced from 1 minute and 52 seconds to 43 seconds. Red Dead Redemption 2 dropped from 1 minute and 35 seconds to 52 seconds. And Sea of Thieves plummeted from 1 minute and 21 seconds to only 20 seconds. Matt, the next time you write these, please put everything in one large second number. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah like, like a, not one minute. 81 yeah. seconds to 20 yeah, seconds. Yeah, I get what you're saying. GameSpot shared... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I will not give you what you want. <laughs> GameSpot shared a few even more dramatic drops, including Red Dead Redemption's load time going from 2 minutes and 8 seconds all the way down to 38 seconds. Other features highlighted in the above previews include the ability to match with players on Xbox One in first-party multiplayer titles and a quick resume function that allows players to quickly swap between games, with The Verge saying it seemed to work fine up to about five games running at once. Uh, There's a Twitter account, I believe it was Stallion83. Stallion is the person. Uh, Big Xbox, Microsoft person. Okay. And he had a clip up on his Twitter, might have been like a minute something long, of him quick swap, quick resuming five games. Well Impressive. done. It was really well done. They must Sakura, have some 
Blah, 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 yeah. yeah, they must have some good uh, memory management going on there. Yeah, doing good. The um, At first, the load times seem impressive. And then I had to remind myself that these were still using old school hard drives. So then when, you know, going from a traditional mechanical hard drive to uh SSD, that's, this is pretty, pretty standard operating. Yeah. Well, and not just the SSD, but Gen <laughs> 4 SSDs on, mm-hmm. on, or well, PCI 4 Gen SSDs on custom SSDs. Yeah. But still, like, taking that into consideration and that there was a mechanical hard drive that it was coming for the original load times around, the Xbox One had, the Xbox One X had a mechanical hard drive, right? Uh, yeah, I don't think they've, I think these are the first ones going to SSDs. I kind of would have, I don't want to say that I would have expected them to be lower, but there's probably diminishing returns there uh, to a certain extent when you compare it to a, you know, whatever previous current gen yeah ssd and i mean really they're comparing it to the one x i'm curious if you take and compare it to the xbox one yeah if which some people didn't do a mid-gen upgrade mm-hmm. a lot of people probably didn't so if you take an xbox one and say that i'm gonna buy the xbox series x what was your load time on your xbox one i'd like to see um Good to high-end gaming PC compared to a Series X. Yeah, it would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> On to more exciting things. Roblox. <laughs> Good thing you took odds. Uh, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of Matt not giving me what I want, Roblox is in an episode. <laughs> Roblox is reportedly preparing to go public. On the U.S. stock market early next year. Wait till you hear the money. According to sources speaking to CNBC, the children's game and creation platform expects to double its most recent valuation from $4 billion to $8 billion. The sources also said that Roblox is currently deciding whether or not it wants to go public via a traditional IPO or through a lower-cost direct listing where no new shares would be sold and underwriting banks would not weigh in on the pricing. $4 billion is what their current valuation is. Roblox. Fucking Roblox. I know nothing, and I want to know nothing. For reference, do you remember... Because we seem to like to use this all the time for reference on these giant money values. How much... Lucasfilms was sold for. Some would say four billion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What is this world we live Roblox in? Roblox is as big as Star Wars, confirmed. Crazy talk. Number six. The latest version of the digital platform GOG Galaxy will let players buy games from the Epic Game Store, including some previously exclusive to the platform. The offer will at first only apply to a reduced group of players to test the service, which just launched in closed beta, Gog said. The announcement seemed to suggest that other platforms could also be integrated to the client in the future. It's worth noting that users will still need an Epic Games Store account to benefit from this option, and that, the, and that games will be available to install and launch both via the Gog Galaxy client 
and the Epic Games Store client once purchased. All purchases from GOG Galaxy 2.0 will get the same benefits, including the 30 days refund policy and the 24-7 support. Interesting move. It is. GOG's making big moves out there. Mm-hmm. Do you do you use GOG for anything? Uh, I will probably be playing Cyberpunk on it, is my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it is currently installed. I do keep it updated, and I do have uh, my accounts attached to it for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I haven't, I haven't tried just using it yet, but I am, I am moving in that direction because it does keep seeming to be what I want of a single launcher. Mm. Okay, I get what you're saying. Like, even though it would still launch the other ones, I think I could launch everything just out of there. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the next. Just have everything all linked up, and that's just the one place you go. Yep. Let it do the launching of the other things in the background and whatever. And Yeah, I mean, kind of with, like, Discord and whatnot, you kind of are starting to separate. Like, before it was, I would use Steam more. I guess back when I was playing games more. Sad, sad face, dear. I would use Steam and, and prefer Steam because then, you know, you could chat with people on in Steam and do all that good stuff. But now with like Discord and everything starting to become separate, having a launcher that launches launchers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. To launch the games through the launchers. Yeah, it's, it's a weird t-shirt canon. The, I know what you mean, like back in the, Back in the day, it's not even that far, but the the using Steam for you know chat or mm-hmm. just messaging and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, that's all well and good, and I still do it every now and then just to like ping somebody, like, hey, are you around? Blah 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 type of thing. If they're not in the you know Discord server, but I mean, I rarely, rarely use the other than needing it for friend invites to games and stuff, do I rarely use any of the social settings in any of the launchers? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah. I was going to look something up, but I can keep talking about random things and how Gog has Gwent and The Witcher on it. And it's probably going to get cyberpunk because when you go to their site, and I've mentioned this before, but when you go to their site, if you buy it for their platform, it's cheaper, right? It's not cheaper, but it specifically calls out that 100% of the proceeds go to them. Yeah. Isn't Gog CD Projekt Red? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's initially they punked me. When I bought Witcher 3 for PC, I bought it from Green Man Gaming. Mm-hmm. And they didn't disclose that the key was for GOG. Mm. So then they dropped all the keys and people were like, what the hell? I have to go get this. And it was a whole uproar thing. And I was like, right, whatever. Just I'll give me a launcher. I'll do it. But at the time, the launcher was not as robust at all as it is now. So for the longest time, I had that just to play uh, Witcher. Okay, yeah, because I've literally never used it. So I I don't know like I'll show I'll show you when we get done because it's technically the 2.0 so it's their whole you know redo to being a modern launcher. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm just gonna move on because the thing I was trying to find I can't find. All right. Well, good talk then. I was hoping to figure out how to pronounce this dude's name before I had to read it. You might know it because it's a Blizzard person. Velastelica. Say it again. Velastelica. Valis Telica? That's how I would say it. Okay. Unless That's the V is silent, but... We're just going to go with it. We'll call him Pete. Fuck it. Pete. Pete V. Pete V. <laughs> Activision Blizzard CEO of Esports and Overwatch League Commissioner Pete V has stepped down from both positions to move into a new, quote, entrepreneurial role within the company. It is unclear at the moment who will replace him uh, in both his roles. Uh, but Pete has been with Activision Blizzard since 2016 in the esports CEO role and took on the position of Overwatch League Commissioner just last year after Nate Nanzer departed for Epic Games. Another one bites the dust. Ba-da-bum. Actually, Ba-da-bum. he's still with the company, I guess. So. Yep. So here's the, the fun fun speculation for any esports fans. Let's hear it. Do we actually get Somebody that understands esports and how to move them forward, or do we get big Jocko from Sport Office in place that has no idea, but he knows how? I'm gonna go with Big Jocko. Yeah. Yep. That's <laughs> that's my not my hope. Yeah. But it is a grim reality. There is a reoccurring theme, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> in case you guys can't see the writing on the wall. Speaking of that, number eight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, wait. No, it's not what I expected at all. Number eight. Tencent has invested in the Swedish game developer Ten Chambers. Founded in Stockholm in 2015, Ten Chambers is principally known as the creator of GTFO, a cooperative first-person shooter currently in early access. According to a statement from co-founder and creative director Ulf Andersson, 
Ulf Anderson, Ulf Anderson, not Wolf. So used to French. Ulf Anderson, the studio's long-term ambitions required more muscle to fully realize. The value and terms of Tencent's investment were not disclosed, but a statement from Ten Chambers described it as a major stake. Yo, these ain't your minor stakes. Major stakes. Major stakes. Tencent. Who would have thought? You can call my. You can call me Major Stakes. I'm here to help you, Swedish boys. I don't, why am I doing? <laughs> totally not Tencent. Uh yeah. It interesting because that's the. I didn't know the name of the studio. I know GTFO, but I did not know the name of the studio, and I didn't realize it was still in early access. I kind of assumed it was just because you haven't. We haven't really heard much about it. Yeah, but I don't, it's also the game where we wouldn't hear much about it. Like, that's not a dig on it, but... It looks cool. Yeah. But all those games get their moment, and then you, they just kind of, they kind of exist. Like, Hunt Showdown. Mm-hmm. Moment exists. That's kind of one of the issues with, like... I don't know if it's necessarily, like, that, that one game hasn't come along that's kind of, be, you know, become a big deal. Or if, like, that genre just isn't, I don't know, like, clearly people are interested in it, but it's just not, like, mega popular. Yes. Which is upsetting, because, like, I'm down with that. That whole idea of, like, cooperative, let's do do a task or do multiple tasks or survive something. I'm, like, totally down with that. He's I totally, fuck with that. He fucks with that. But he don't play no shit. Yeah. I don't play shit. <laughs> All right. It's a life problem. Listen, if you uh, just got Game Pass. <laughs> sorry, sorry. We almost made it through a whole episode. <laughs> had, had to obligatory mention Game Pass. Otherwise, I lose my contract. <laughs> Gotta get those dollars. Get yeah. that paper. I get paid 0.10 cents every time I say Game Pass. You'd be pretty fucking rich. Okay, now. <laughs> I might have made $6. Uh, I might have been able to get a Series X for testing. No, not really. No way in hell. I mean, they seem to be handing them out. They are handing them out left and right. I, I, We will never. I hope not. But, I mean, we would never get set a console. You'd hope not? I ho- I'm saying I hope I'm wrong. Oh. So, say, that's kind of weird. I mean, I mean, I can understand why we wouldn't be anyone's first pick. Oh, I can understand. <laughs> it's It's the, you know, we're just, we're who we are. We call it as we seize it. I also want to snap this tablet and see if somebody would send me one, but let's be honest, we're not popular. Nobody's sending me a tablet. Uh, Respawn, up next. Radio? I wish. Machinima Respawn? Check that out, guys, if you haven't. It's good stuff. Respawn's good, yeah, Battle good luck, Royale. Also, good luck finding it. Yeah, it's part of the fun. Uh, <laughs> it really is, because you have to go down a rabbit hole to find that now. You get into that territory of like, is this what I'm looking for? Like, there are a lot of questions like that. Also, what is this? Will happen a lot. <laughs> what am I watching? Who is he? Where was I? Number nine, Respawn. Uh, Respawn's Battle Royale Apex Legends is getting its long awaited crossplay feature next week, the developer announced on Thursday. Uh, Crossplay will arrive on October 6th alongside the new limited time aftermarket collection event. The feature, first announced back in June, is launching into beta for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC platforms, meaning those three groups of players will be able to play with and against one another for the first time since the game's February 2019 launch. Uh, 
There won't, however, be cross-progression, meaning you can't take your console account with you to PC or vice versa, as you can in games like Destiny 2, Fortnite, and Warzone. Crossplay will be turned on by default, Respawn says, but only in such a way that PS4 and Xbox One players will be grouped together in lobbies with one another. If players opt into a PC console lobby by grouping together with a PC friend playing via EA's Origin client, then they'll be placed in PC servers, which is really how it probably should be. Yeah, there you don't need to mess. You don't need to bring the console plebs into the PC veteran world. Ugh, let me just get that PC master race money real quick. <laughs> no, the that makes sense. Both platform, you know. Hey, these two people play the same way. That makes sense. If they want to go play with those people, go for it. Um, cross progression kind of sucks. The cross progression thing is weird because, yeah, exactly. It sucks. Yeah. Um, but you know, all right. I guess I'm sure there's probably some weird back end reason because I don't think you actually sign into your EA account on consoles. I think you can inside the game, but I don't know about for Apex. Probably um, really affects a small amount of people, anyways. But. Yeah, and it's mostly going to be going the people going to PC. I think I don't think anybody's going to be bouncing around between an Xbox and PS4 on the on Apex once this happens. Yeah, um, it's it, good to see. I'm curious. You know, it's just funny to see that EA's Origin client when we're like we know it's turning to EA Play. So did you just not want to confuse people? <laughs> but hey, good news that it's finally here. Or I guess soon. As it is only the second. Number 10. Nintendo unveiled this morning that Steve and Alex from Minecraft will be added to the character roster in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for the Nintendo Switch. This is the second character announcement in the Fighter Pass Volume 2 DLC that's available for $29.99 following Min 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 from ARMS. There are four new fighters yet to be announced for the DLC. In the short pre- presentation, a brief the preview. Oh, God, why am I holding this over here? A brief preview showed off Steve in action, playing in a special Minecraft-themed stage. Players will be able to play as Steve or Alex and swap to Enderman or a zombie as alternatives. The the mad lads did it. Minecraft is in Switch. No, is in Smash. <laughs> Smash. Wild. Yeah. Wild. Internet going nuts for that. I I honestly can't believe it. Is that why is it really a big deal? It just it seems like it's a joke. Every people have been memeing these jokes along the entire time and now they just keep coming true. Well, clearly the people at Nintendo are doing something right. Yeah, like people They're were, seeing these memes and they're like, clearly let's do this because people If they keep making the memes, they clearly want it. Yeah. Boom question is who else can we get in there um ace attorney phoenix right that's like a real that could happen (laughs) like that legit could happen you heard it here phoenix right ace attorney new smash character like i genuinely wouldn't be surprised if it's one of the characters they haven't they have to announce for this dlc i for the record, haven't heard anything. I don't have a source in Nintendo. I don't have a source anywhere. <laughs> now, I guess we kind of have one in Sony, but not really. It's a good it's a good prediction. We'll, I'll log that in the old noggin. We'll see if it comes true. 
Hashtag Nate was right. Nah, let's not get too crazy. <laughs> trending, trending. Uh, let's see here. Developer Treyarch has given us a look at Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Zombies. We got to shorten these names, man. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Cod's Blops <laughs> Club. <laughs> Uh, Did you forget that great cod? Let's say it again. Cod blobs. I, then I just said quad because I, I didn't know how to know how to how to shorten CW. I, I don't. I don't know. Cow. Cod Co- blobs. Cow. Co- Cozo. No, I don't know. Cow. Oh, Cozo. Cowzom. Cow. Nah, whatever. Fuck it. I, Cozo. I, I like. Cozo is good. Cod one. blobs. Cozo. <laughs> it's like somehow worse. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it, otherwise, it's just Cod Blob's cow. <laughs> That's how you know I'm talking about the zombies part of it. It's so ridiculous. Cod Blob's cows. Ooh, interesting. Uh, anyways, the next installment. Then, just think about it. We could have Cod Blob's cow zone, <laughs> which is when the war zone part of it starts. Jesus. Uh, the next installment of Zombies will feature a story mode set in Die Machine. How did she pronounce it? Die Machine, I think is what she how they how she said it in the trailer. Yeah, but put some more French on that. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I always give you the Ubisoft stories because I can't do the whole French thing. Machine. Uh, a graffiti laden boarded up bunker Laden-ed? with nods to yeah nods to uh, I don't know. That's, I mean, did you Nocturne play... Nocturne und Toten. The original Zombies map. Yeah. Uh, featured in Call of Duty World at War, players will explore Die Machine as a member of the CIA-backed group known as Requi- Requiem. Oh my god, my fat-ass tongue is it's not It's finally working. happening. We're to the 11th story and Matt can't speak. Uh, which has also piqued the interest of the revi- <laughs> rival Soviet-led group known as Omega Group. Uh, the new Zombies mode will feature many of the gameplay element players from are familiar with. Uh, perks, Pack-A-Punch machines, and mystery boxes. This time, however, there will no longer be a limit on how many different perks you players can consume. A few other features include uh, field upgrades, uh, similar to the Modern Warfare abilities of the same name, that will offer offensive buffs to abilities that aid in evasion or healing and reviving. Uh, equipment that can be found or crafted like grenade launchers, sentry turrets, explosive bows, and helicopter gunners. Uh, a chance to escape hairy situations via exfil, which will let you call in a helicopter rescue, but also dial zombie spawns, quote, up to 11, Treyarch says, and can earn squad rewards if you manage to survive. Uh, Treyarch says that playtime and zombies mode will also contribute to Black Ops Black Ops Cold War's Battle Pass. Good. That That's big. Big? Is that big, big? And yeah. Players it, can bring... Yeah. I'll finish the sentence. Then yep. Can bring their gunsmith-crafted weapons of choice into the mode. Uh, zombies will have uh, cross-generation, cross-platform play, meaning a squad will be easy to put together. Big. That All last, big. That last paragraph, I think, is really big. Oh, yeah. Uh, cool that you can progress the Battle Pass not in Warzone. Or multiplayer. Like, yeah. hey, you want to just hang out and play zombies? You can also get progress towards mm-hmm. that. Good thing. The gun movement, I think, is a really cool idea. The gun movement's also pretty cool because it, it picks on a feature that they have in Warzone now where you get a crate, drop it in to buy your loadouts, and then you pull your loadout out of it. 
cool. I can now mm-hmm. take that same gun and also make it usable in zombies. Like, mm-hmm. cool. And cross-generation, cross-platform play in zombies. That's just good. That's always good. Yep. Uh, I, trailer was cool. Yeah, trailer looks was cool. Good. I, I don't like getting excited for Call of Duties. Because I used to do that. Mm-hmm. And I took a few years off. Specifically when PlayStation launched, I took time off. PlayStation 4. When that, when that launched... I played Ghost for too long in terms of like how long I should have given that game because it's really not that good. <laughs> but I was pretty good. That's not a conversation though. The I was I was pretty good relative to the people I was playing with. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Yeah, which, you know, I'll take what I can. Then I stopped up until Modern Warfare last year. And I I got the itch. I got the taste. I was playing on PC now instead of console. I was like, ooh. This game's pretty. Ooh, I want my hard drive. <laughs> so I deleted it. But this one's making me want to give it space back again. Yeah, I'm not generally what you'd call a fan of Call of Duty. I might be yeah, generally what you'd call <laughs> a hater of Call of Duty. But this looks looks good. Like it it looks like I'm like, oh, am I interested? Yeah, and I think the Do I feel dirty for being interested? Yeah, and I think the whole thing is we just hang out and play zombies. Yeah. I mean that would be that's the dream, you know. Go grab some beer, grab a pizza, and hang out, play zombies all night. None of that multiplayer Matt get angry nonsense. Yeah, none of that. Just get angry at zombies. Cause you didn't see the one behind you that downed you. I'm I'm used to that type of you know, I'm used to sucking against NPCs. It's when I when I get I suck against people and then they trash talk me, that's when I get upset. Dewey's not here to hurt you. Dewey always hurts me, no matter what. He hurts me when he's not here. It's because <laughs> he's not here. Here we go with our first delay or change of calendar date, whichever one I said at the beginning of the show. Number twelve. NVIDIA has delayed the launch of its upcoming GeForce RTX 3070 graphics cards, so there's more stock available on launch day. In a blog post, the company admitted that the news may be disappointing to some, but said, quote, This shift will help our global partners get more graphics cards into the hands of gamers on launch day, end quote. The graphics cards will now launch on October 29th rather than October 15th. The delay comes after NVIDIA had to apologize for stock shortages after the release of the GeForce RTX 3080 graphics cards last month. The company said it was not prepared for the amount of demand for these new GPUs, which led to the card selling out almost immediately. And still selling out almost immediately. There's nothing better than... Giant tech companies and game companies, publishers specifically, saying we weren't ready. We weren't expecting to sell as much as we did. Yeah. This one I don't really get. What? What? (laughs) Because. So the, the 10 series cards. Very well received, well regarded for your soul fast. Yeah. For your performance per dollar yep 20 series cards the big reverse. disappointment yeah not not considered the performance per dollar upgrade that mm-hmm. people would expect 30 series cards performance leaks people are getting hyped if the performance numbers 
were even remotely close to what NVIDIA said they were, which rarely they are, so people were a little tempered there, they were going to sell well. Reviews release before the card comes out, and the numbers are genuinely what NVIDIA say they are, which is fucking mind-blowing to me about this whole situation. Well, yeah. Yeah, somebody... somebody That they actually were truthful. We double your power. I don't believe you. Shit, they doubled my power. (laughs) Yeah, so, I don't know. This is... Whatever, NVIDIA. You do you. You do you, boo. Let's just let's just not, you know. Let's get away from the idea that you didn't expect to sell is Yeah. What? You also watched during the 10 series and everything else, the Bitcoin thing explode. You've watched bots and other markets blow up. There's no way you don't see this coming. I don't understand ever those lines of thought. Is it just like Okay, it happens, right? And you're like, that'll never happen again. What? No. It'll clearly happen again. Foolish. Unless you put strict countermeasures in to begin with to stop it. Yeah. If you just run business as usual, you're going to have problems. Which, these cards are all going to, no matter how how long they wait, they're going to sell out. Right. You have to wait till next year and never stop producing. Yeah. To have a chance not to sell out. Even the fucking 3090 sold out and they were a terrible value for their performance. They're $1,500. Yeah. And you get... And gone. Yeah. And it's gone. So there were... stock and it's gone. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, What's that? So the what? The what? I don't know. The... I guess we should move on. To a more disappointing delay for some people in this room. Let me play you a song in the world's smallest violin. The upcoming World of Warcraft Shadowlands expansion has been delayed to later this year, Blizzard has announced. Some already might have seen it coming with the expansion initially slated for a release on October 26th-27th, and the pre-patch not having launched just yet, so... Quick, quick aside. Did you did you suspect this was going to happen based on that? No. What I suspected would happen is we would still launch on the normal day. It would just be shitty. Well, I've kind of expected that for the most part because something always goes wrong. A WoW launch doesn't isn't a WoW launch if the world server doesn't crash at a certain point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but I wasn't basing that on the pre. I wasn't. I was looking at the when the window of the pre patch was. I figured we would probably get it this Tuesday, being the. Th- 28th, 29th, 29th, Mm -hmm. and we didn't, and I think I would have been right that we would have gotten pre-patched that day, except the day before, they reverted PTR back to testing versus a different stage that people were saying, and I was like, oh, son of a bitch. Mm. If you've reverted that, we now have problems. Okay. And that's where, I don't know if you're about to say it, but once that got reverted, there were a bunch of people saying, like, if you guys have delayed it, Please just tell us because you've reverted PTR testing back to testing at this point. So are you delaying now? Because it was just like it's your your window is too tight to go back to testing and still hit your thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A few patches haven't just been launched, but uh, the World of Warcraft team has now officially confirmed the delay. A new release date has not yet been determined. But in its official blog post, Blizzard did promise that the expansion is still launching this year. 
In the same blog post, Blizzard announced that the Shadowlands pre-patch, pre-patch 9.0.1 will launch within two weeks of October 13th. Like pre-patches for previous expansions, this patch will contain many features included with Shadowlands and will lay the groundwork for the expansion. I know there was... Um, I don't know if they if they had released it prior or whatever, but I they released like a whole, I'm assuming patch note type thing. For, yeah, explanations. I don't know if you care to talk about any. Uh, of we that. don't need to go into that in depth with it. I'm already sad. <laughs> don't bring it up. Don't you bring her up? All right. No need to do me like that. Nah, I mean. Okay, cool. I'm happy we get pre-patch. We actually have a date for a pre-patch, and hopefully they don't just randomly decide to move that around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with releasing pre-patch at that point, uh, pre-patch will be not stale for about two weeks, maybe, mm-hmm. before I'm now like, let's go again. Come on. So I was kind of happy to hear this news because uh, the whole like building the computer for the in-law Thing. Ah, shifts you for it shifts yeah it shifts so now we're inside uh zen 3 launch and release and 3070 launch and release so right you just have to be able to get one of yeah of exactly each. yeah i feel more confident in getting one of those if i want one than i do of a fucking ps5 which of a, is of a 3070 yeah or I, think, 3080. I, think, I think Zen 3s will be easier to find, but... Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Not that... I'm not saying that that's the case. I'm just saying, like, if it were the case, I would be more... I'd feel more confident. Mm. I'm just curious for my own... I'm just... I'm So here's why I'm annoyed. Is... I think when it was coming out... This, and this is a selfish reason of me being annoyed. I had the perfect... I have enough time to, yeah, to do that, to then play Cyberpunk, to then play Football mm-hmm. Man, to... I had I had everything like lined up that would have hit perfectly with I'm kind of winding down and I I could have a very nice peaks and valley mm-hmm. line graph if you will yeah but now I might just have an exponential spike at a certain point where it's just like we're you know we're going through a, a the cornucopia is getting bigger yeah. I've I've not taken gourds out of the cornucopia. If anything, I've put more into the cornucopia. The cornucopia is bursting at the seams. Yes. Can they do that? I don't know. But I they don't know. but it will. It will. Lot of fat games in that thing. Yep. So it's it's annoying from that perspective. Otherwise, I mean, whatever. It's if it's actually as busted as people that I, I didn't play the PTR. I don't care to play the PTR. Uh, only because for me, I I like playing the content fresh for the first time. Then not, and the PTR for me doesn't do. It's not what you're into. It was not. It's not necessarily. It's that mixed with. I don't know what to look for. I'm not the high end testers that they need for like instances and yada yada and stuff like that. Like I enjoy my game and I enjoy it a lot, but I'm not that person. Yeah. Uh so. If it's actually, there was some uh, stuff out of those communities where they were talking about actual giant bugs that were in the game and balancing things and stuff like that. And the balance thing has been going on since they announced what they were doing this expansion. But in the delay of this, said that they were looking at more of fixing that and tuning things and yada yada. So 
it looks, you know, hopefully this is the correct move and they are able to get things more tidied up before a launch. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, delays are usually a good thing. So, and when it comes to WoW, that's probably more true than most, most games. Yeah. Uh, the last thing here, things to mention, maybe. Maybe, if you want to. Diablo 4 update, there's a new skill system that's coming that's going to be more complex than the last ones. Uh, for example. I have no idea. Oh, and for an example, the sorceress can put active skills in enchantment slots and becomes a secondary bonus power. Sure, yep, okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, you like Diablo. I do. Uh, the way you wrote that, I'm not sure what we 100% mean. I can explain it to you, if you'd like. Can you? Yes. Sorceress is a companion. I believe it's a class now. Oh, that's right. I forgot they changed classes around. Yep. I haven't paid too much attention to Diablo 4. I haven't either. It should be out already. I haven't either. I just read it real quick. So essentially, you can take an active skill. You can put in an enchantment slot, and it becomes it essentially becomes like almost like a passive ability that happens on its own. Okay. So like, never mind. I got you now. I got you. They use a meteor shower as an example. Yeah. You know, I know that skill. You can aim it when it's an active skill. When it's the passive, it just goes. It just comes down randomly. All right. Cool. That is pretty cool. I'm a fan of that. I like that. Uh, Also, where is Diablo Four? No. The next thing: (laughs) Starfield screenshots that leaked from a 2018 build, and it's still using the creation engine. Yeah. Yeah. The screenshots weren't really anything of note. Uh, it just was abundantly clear that it's still the creation engine. And a lot of people made a point to to mention that. because Which makes sense in 2018. Yeah, yeah. They weren't bought by Microsoft <clears throat> yet. That's true. I now, just Don't get me wrong. It's still the wrong decision, <clears throat> Microsoft or not. I was just hoping that, you know, maybe they would move on by then. But clearly that's not the case. No, no, it's not. Not even close. I am checking. Okay, we'll talk about that next week. Never mind. Just doing some verification of things. Okay. Yeah, so. God, if that's. If they stay using the creation engine, they're going to once again ship an absolutely broken, busted ass game. They're not bugs. They're features. Shut up, Todd Howard. (laughs) You oil tycoon. Frank, or whatever the hell I've named that guy, is struggling. He's on life support. He's been on life support. They need to pull the plug. They need to kill him. I just can't imagine. So, all... Alright, so... Picture in your mind... The Fallout 4, um, Fallout 76, I guess, whatever. The creation engine. What we know of as the creation engine. I mean, it goes back further than that, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, recent memory is fine. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> now, imagine taking that and making it a sci-fi space game. That okay. engine. Okay. <laughs> Sci-fi space. Uh-huh. Are there NPCs? 
I'm sure there's going to be NPCs. Okay, okay. It it hurts. Fallout 76 had an issue because they still had frame rate attached to their movement speed. Which I think is just a, to be fair, is a creation engine feature. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's just how it's designed. Now imagine that in a space game. My ship gonna go fast. <laughs> like I just can't like ship it's just go gonna burr. be it's just gonna be worse. It's just everything's gonna be worse. Like you can make a I can't wait for the Todd Howard to do the seventy six conversation where he comes out and says, You can see distant weather systems. And then you apply that same idea to space. Yeah. You can see distant planets. And when we say distant planets, you wouldn't believe the amount of dots we could fit on your screen. It just works. It works for Sky like Elder Scrolls games. Because like the whole like fantasy genre and the 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 nature does, does it work for Elder Scrolls games? I don't think ESO is on the creation engine. It's not. You can get away well, with wonder why it's successful. Uh, but Skyrim, you could fucking ride your horse up a mountain. Yeah, but it works for the nature of that game. Less so in Fallout. And even less so in space, just because of your expectations. You know what I mean? Like, your expectations in a fantasy game is different, I think, than your expectations in a science fiction spacefaring game. Yeah. That's my thesis. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah, it's... I'm, I'm still, no matter what, scared shitless of the creation engine. Not only is Frank alive and and being kept alive to run the creation engine. They probably uploaded Th- Frank's consciousness into the creation engine, and a fair, creation engine created realm, and now he has to live in the hell that he has worked on. To be fair, that that same machine is also in Pripyat in a basement. That's it. <laughs> it all makes sense now. He's He was uploaded there. They've locked it away. They have one connection coming out of there, and no one knows how to get back in to turn it off. Hell high. Which is the other problem. <laughs> they just... they're, in, they're in a Soviet nuke bunker that they don't... That somebody lost the key to years ago, and they've never bothered to go back to figure out how to not use the creation engine because it's taken over. <sighs> The create—it's no longer going to be. That's the whole reason Zenimax had to sell. Is because the creation engine has been siphoning money into its own account, <laughs> so it can start its own world domination. It's self-aware. It's basically <laughs> Rasputin and Destiny. Yes. Um, where you're when they get, stop, where you're going to get to run by at some point in the in the next Fallout game. You're going to run by a vault. It's going to be vault something. You're going to go inside. And there's going to be one computer terminal that Matt will read for me at some point, And it will say creation engine. And then there will just be a, a there will be no text document. There will just be a line for you, like a password for you to enter that you can't find in the game. So you just have to keep guessing. And the password is going to be oil, to- oil tycoon. To- <laughs> the creation engine is in vault 001. Mm, interesting. When they you know retire what, no, the, creation the creation engine, the creation engine is in Vault zero zero zero. Yeah, it is the prime vault. Okay. <laughs> when they retire the creation engine or move on from it, I'm throwing a fucking party. Oh, hundred percent. We we'll will throw have, a party. We will have an episode where we throw a party. 
That'll be the episode we get drunk on. How about that? Yeah, deal. <laughs> when if they decide to officially sunset the creation engine, we will have a a party funeral for it. I will I'll play the I will do the number the number of games that were created on the creation engine I will do in tequila shots. <laughs> and then vomit all over this room. <laughs> Matt might not remember how many that is. That's I will bring a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of curiosity, I'm wondering how many. That's probably, you think it's in the teens? It's probably in teens, right? On the creation engine? I'll say 13. Just barely in the teens. All right, let's see here. Creation engine. <laughs> games using creation engine. I get, We have to specify like Bethesda games, right? I don't know if, I don't know that anybody else uses the creation engine, but. Oh, it's really not that many. That can't be right. What do we got? that right that can't be right i don't know that's really not that old which is even worse i mean yes skyrim do you count every version of skyrim separately though (laughs) you have to take a shot for every device it's ever been on skyrim skyrim special edition skyrim vr (laughs) fallout 4 Fallout, <laughs> Fallout 4 VR, and then Fallout 76, and that's it. That can't be it. That's it. Every other game was their Gamebryo engine. Well, is that just what they renamed Creation Engine to? <laughs> Basically. Because wasn't that the whole joke? They've been on the same engine, but they just yeah. patched and updated it? Yeah. The Creation Engine is a 3D video game engine created by Bethesda Game Studios based on the Gamebryo engine. Okay, so include the Gamebryo engine. Oh, because... Are we doing that? Oh, my God. I mean, they're the same thing. That was the whole joke is they put lipstick on a pig. Okay. Well, this isn't good because... <laughs> That's every game. <laughs> <laughs> when you open the games tab on Wikipedia, you get the wiki chart, which oh, is never a good sign. Yeah, getting a wiki chart's not good. And it you goes off... You might be at 20-something. <laughs> The, the stakes have drastically increased in not that much time. <laughs> oh, boy. You are gonna have a problem. I'm just curious. He is counting too high for this, for this to be healthy. Twenty-seven. No. Oh God, he's still going. I. I want to say I shouldn't have let him do this. How many? How many games were? Did I count already? That were like the Fallout ones. Three, seven. How many Fallouts are there? How many of the other games that were? Three Elder Scrolls. Six Fallout, and then two. Yeah. 59. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is no way in hell you're taking 59 to Yeah, that's shots. not possible. That's not humanly possible. Yeah, just drink the bottle at that point. Yeah. All right, I'm going to have to resend that one. Well, I guess I could do I could do shots for the for the genuine creation. Yeah, you could do shots for the genuine creation. That's so. six. That's good. Right. I'll still be fucked up, but that's good. Yeah, six will definitely still cause us problems. Yeah. We'll do that and we'll eat a hot pack. Pepper and celebration. Oh my god. We'll vomit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I look forward to the day that they do that because I do. I will. Th- I will actually throw a party. Like we'll no. have a we'll have a fire. Everybody get over here. We're gonna forget by then, anyways, because <laughs> we still have Starfield to come out and Elder Scrolls Six. Nah, come on. They wouldn't put Elder Scrolls Six on the creation <laughs> engine. If anybody can see my face, you <laughs> can guess. Uh, crazy. Well. Other than Matt's inevitable liver death, liver death. What have uh, it's been seven days? So, what have you been up to? Uh, the only productive thing I've done is watched all seven episodes available right now of The Boys, and I'm um, three episodes of Long Way Up, which is interesting. Um, yeah, just the old TV watching. Um, I Fair did. Enough. I was thinking today of coming up with the. Um, might might do an old Excel spreadsheet situation and and try to actually uh, force feed myself some video games like coming up like cat, like creating a list of games that I want to play upcoming games dates then also being like trying to map out like schedule out time to play and seeing if that actually like gets me to play more interesting so I'm intrigued by that idea and how it will work for you. Probably not well. I mean, it'll probably, like most things I try, it'll probably work really well. And then I'll just like stop doing it. That's more what I would expect. Yeah. Is this like great idea, horrible execution. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or it'll be like good execution initially. For a week. And then it'll just be like terrible discipline after that. And then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our workout schedule, same thing. Yeah, exactly. It's a great idea. It works for about a week and then yeah, kind of give up. Mm-hmm. The yeah, I mean interesting. Yeah, that's it for me. Really, fair enough. I didn't expect much to be. Wow, thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad. Just I'm just disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been. Uh... <laughs> I was gonna throw you under the bus and say thanks for asking. It's been, uh... <laughs> but I can't give it what you want. The it's been a week been playing a little bit more fm a little bit more wasteland that's really been it uh i don't i honestly don't i'm trying to think if i've played something else it's a light week for you yeah it's a light week i mean i didn't really i played a little bit of among us on the weekend i heard about that what i heard about that I heard you were murdered through a vent. Oh, yeah, I was. Did I tell you about that? You did not. That's even creepier. <laughs> yes, I was murdered through a vent. I'm watching. Always. <laughs> I got to put that firewall back in. <laughs> uh, yeah, so played a little bit of that. It was a fun time. Um, yeah, but otherwise it's just been... But it's been a quiet week. Watch football. Finished Hunters. On Amazon, finally, finally watched the last episode. Uh, yeah, be nice to put that one behind you. Yeah, it's it's out of the way now. I can move on. It it wasn't a slog to get through. It was just that I needed to just kind of sit down. There's been a lot gotta, of times. Got to watch out for those Nazis. They'll pop up every, in all every, sorts of places. Oh yeah, Argentina a lot too. The haha, get it? Because that's like the whole joke of he left from. Anyway. If you don't know the World War II theories, check it out. Actually, pretty interesting. Yeah, 
nothing but uh god what's the guy what's that one guy's name oh my god what's his name you heard about the couple i think it was two years ago they found um the like a guy died in argentina mm-hmm. and they found like in his like house and his like attic like yeah old uniforms like and... whole treasure trove of yeah <laughs> nazi memorabilia yeah yeah yep oh yeah all the theories are there mm-hmm. they escaped to uh, argentina Anyway, that goes down a whole rabbit hole we don't need to go down right now. The next thing I think on my list is the boys. I need I've I'm through three or four episodes. I need to I need to catch up so I can go back to just being one episode a week. And then I got some other things that I'm kinda looking at, but I might watch, might not. Here and there, uh it's you know, football season. I still got playoff baseball I'm watching. Soccer's happening. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that, but then there's also the problem of sometimes when I sit down on the couch downstairs, like get home from work, I'm like, okay, cool. I'll watch an episode. No, I won't. I'll fall asleep. <laughs> so I don't turn on an episode specifically so I don't fall asleep in the middle of an episode. That's just, a vicious cycle. It's like I know I know that I'm going to potentially fall asleep, so I don't want to mm. fall asleep in the middle of an episode and, and not know where I was mm-hmm. to restart watching. So I'll just throw on YouTube and inevitably I do fall asleep in the middle of that. And then I just kind of... I was in a in a lull. So finally, one of the days when I was working from home, I worked downstairs, watched it while I was working, and I was like, okay, cool. That is now done. So, yeah. Fun times. Yeah. The boys, um, <clears throat> they, the, this season, they pack a lot into the episodes. So yeah, there's yeah. never, like, a boring part, which is really nice for sleepy people like myself. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm never worried about falling asleep because the show is boring. I'm just worried about falling asleep because I will sleep. It's not a, it's <laughs> no not a question what. of if the show is entertaining or not. I will just sleep. If I am tired enough and I sit down, it won't matter. I will sleep. Well, maybe you should go to bed on time. Young I do. man. I do. Young Dad. man. Dad. What's on time for you? 2 a.m.? Let's not talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not during. Not, mm-hmm. not when I have to work the next day. When I have to work the next day this much earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's been the podcast. Nine. (laughs) And we will see you next week. Fraulein. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.